0: Welcome back to more Bernie and Chris, everybody. I'm Bernie.
1: I'm Chris. Chris, how was your week as always? It's a good week, you know. We got football on a Monday again, a Tuesday. A lot going on.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so so let's just jump right into it as always. Uh, listener's Choice, it's, it's, our fav- it's our favorite topic. Um, talking about the Jets, of course, this week. It's our favorite thing to absolutely destroy on, right, Chris?
1: <sighs> I'm lost for words with this team. <laughs>
0: so, anyways, uh, so this comes from uh, Diego underscore the DJ on Twitter. Uh, he simply just asked, who's worse, the Jets or the Jaguars? Now, Chris, for, for, for funsies, I'm going to let you take the Jets. I'm going to challenge the Jaguars here for why they're the worst team.
1: Uh, right. So, so it's funny you say that. I would say there's so many different ways to look at this question. If I were to say who would have the better future, I think possibly the Jets because of all these draft picks, and I actually think they have a decent GM. But currently, it's the Jets, you know. Adam Gates has lost that locker room completely. Um, Greg Williams got fired this morning because, obviously, he couldn't look his defense in the face and be like, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it's, Greg it's, Williams. They, they, they fully – they sent that seven-person blitz with one play left. Eight person, like, you know, it was a it was an eight 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 person, person even boy. worse. You you never see that. I was I was mind blown watching it. I texted Matt and I was like, oh my God, that just happened. But keep in mind is, I, I they should my, be ashamed I couldn't that see that what happened. happened there. So I couldn't see I wasn't able to
0: watch the um what what happened between the Jets and Raiders at the end because CBS decided to show the last few minutes of a, of Cleveland blowing out Tennessee instead of flipping over to potentially the Jets winning a game.
1: Unreal but basically what happened was they blitzed eight people, and Henry Ruggs, one of the fastest wide receivers in the league, burned them. And it, it is just mind blown that they lost that game. I, I, I would say they, the tank is fully on for Jets. Uh, Jeff fans are like, yeah, let's build the statue of Greg Williams. Like, thank you, Greg Williams. Like, I don't know. I think that's a little bit of uh, pathetic. Uh, I think they were going to get Trevor Lawrence either way, whether they win a game or not. But you know what? It, that's just that organization, whether they get Trevor Lawrence or not, they, they have a lot of work to do.
0: So here's my question. Do you think the Jets purposely lost yesterday? Do you think Greg Williams purposely did that? Or do you think Greg Williams is actually that dumb of a, of a defensive coordinator to do that? Because, all, because after that play happened, literally every single ESPN NFL analyst was like exposing Greg Williams as if like he does it all the time. But just because it's the Jets, do you really think he purposely did that? Or do you think he actually is that dumb of a defensive coordinator to do that kind of play on the last play of the game?
1: It's a million dollar question. You could play a devil's advocate. I don't know. I, I think he he, thinking he wanted to lose the game, thinking he had I think it's of, a little bit of both. Yeah, I don't know. It's both. I think he's an idiot as a defensive coordinator. And I think he was just like, free, yo, let's we'll see what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Because I will, I will give Greg Williams some credit. He has built some great defenses in the past. He also was involved in. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So it's
0: like it's like when you look at Greg Williams, it's like you just don't know how to feel about him. But I think, <laughs> I think yesterday, I agree with what Stephen A. Smith said this morning on Get Up or First Take. He said that this was Greg Williams' last chance in the NFL. I agree with that.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I hundred
0: percent. I hundred percent agree with that. That, that right. if, if that wasn't intentional, then that's one of the worst calls I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you, you won the ball game basically. You, you got to have people at the goal line just bat the ball down. Exactly. And they decide to go. It's unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. But but anyways, let's focus on to the Jaguars now. So I'm saying the Jaguars are worse than the Jets, and here's why. The Jets are purposely trying to lose. The Jaguars aren't at this point. Yeah, they're in a lot of games, Jaguars. The Jaguars have made, for the past couple of weeks, they've made every single game competitive for the last couple of weeks. They had no business yesterday um, being in contention for their game against Minnesota. They had no, content- they had no business being in-, in contention against Cleveland. None. But they're hanging, they're, they hang around in their games. Now, don't get me wrong; they absolutely need a quarterback because they they bench um, Mania for some I forget the kid's name It was like Jake Luton or something or Jake Lutton or something like that.
1: Yeah. And then that
0: kid either got hurt I forget what happened I forget what happened I don't know if he got hurt or if he or if he got benched in favor of Mike Glennon. In the past two weeks, Mike Glennon's just he's had the team at least in contention at least. I like yeah. I like what the Jaguars are doing on offense too. I love the kid. I love the running back uh, James Robinson. That kid's a stud. Oh yeah, kid's for a rookie, kid's legit. Kid, he isn't talked about enough. I feel like
1: just because no, he's, he's on the
0: ja- just because he's on the Jaguars. Yeah, I like the receiving core that they have. It's it's not well known, but they put up some decent numbers. Yeah, they do. So, however, though they are worse than the Jets because again the Jets are purposely losing. And then the Jaguars, they're just not good enough to win. They got good players. But together, they just can't, they just can't get their act together.
1: Yeah, I completely agree on that. Um, Jaguars have the talent there. I, I think they're more competitive than the Jets. But like you say, I think, I think the Jets just have a better future. If they get Trevor Lawrence and maybe a right coaching staff, uh, a new coaching yes. and everything person. So we'll see. Yes
0: obviously with the Jaguars too, obviously Doug Marone is going to get fired.
1: That's yeah, again.
0: They already got rid of uh, their GM last week, uh, Caldwell. So the Jags are in a are in a huge or basically basically renewing their team for the. I'm gonna check my watch here, billionth time in a row. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> but I think Jaguars are worse than the Jets because I do agree with you. The Jets have the better future because unfortunately, Trevor Lawrence is most likely headed for the New York Jets. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for the question, Diego. Uh, we appreciate it. and as always if you guys want us to talk about something, uh let us know. We we enjoy we enjoy these random topics every week. But uh let's hop into the NBA where there was a huge blockbuster trade. Uh kind of unexpected, and then everyone was kind of laughing at it too, once we all like realized what what, what just happened. In case you have been living under a rock or don't follow the NBA. The Houston Rockets, they traded Russell Westbrook to the Washington Wizards for John Wall in a first-round pick. Huh. Chris, what are your thoughts on this trade?
1: You know, it's interesting. A swap of two good point guards, um, two very different point guards. And, um, you know, I think it's good for John Wall. Change the scenery, see if he can uh, get his all-star career going back on track. He's been plagued by injuries the last two years. So maybe he could be the John Wall again that he once was for the Wizards. And uh, Westbrook, you kind of feel bad for Westbrook. He just continues to not be able to stay at one uh, team. I think Westbrook's a great player. Um, and I think he I – mean, I, I'm interested to see how he does on the Wizards. You know, the East, there's always those seven and eight seeds that are usually a couple games under 500 that make playoffs, you know. Wizards are usually always in that area. We'll see what he does down there.
0: Because if you remember um, back in the bubble – The Wizards actually, they were, they just barely qualified for the bubble. Yeah. They had zero chance making the playoffs. Like, absolutely no chance. But they, you know, they got to have go, go and down the bubble and have fun and go play eight games.
1: Yes, they did.
0: I'm interested to see how Westbrook and Bradley Beal pair up. That's what I'm more interested in. I am too. I could really care less about how Harden and John Wall are going to play together because I already know they're going to be great. I'm more interested in Westbrook and Bradley Beal because we all know the kind of player Russell Westbrook is. High intensity. Bradley Beal can have that kind of gear too. So I think with the leadership of Westbrook and Beal together, I'm not going to say this team's like an instant playoff team. But I'm saying this team is going to improve, but they're not, you know, they're obviously not championship worthy or anything like that. I they're think not- it's a
1: good trade. I think it's a good trade for both parties, you know. Um- I do. It kind of gives them another uh, buys and times with their James uh, Hargan saga they got going on there, mm-hmm. and you know they're gonna try to contend again for one or two more years while they have James Hargan. or you know maybe they try to uh, get um, John Wall stock high and they trade him. Who knows what they what they have? They don't really seem to be um, a well run organization, so who, no. you really don't know. You don't really know Houston. If anything,
0: Houston's taking <laughs> more of the bigger risk here Like, by- by trading Westbrook for Wall because just like as you said we haven't seen Wall in a few years. We don't no. know we don't know what kind of player he's going to be. We know what he, we know what he accomplished in Washington. He's arguably one he was arguably in Washington one of the best players in the league. We just we, we just don't know what we're going to be expecting now with him and Harden together.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Speaking of Harden, he didn't show up to Rockets practice. Is this a big deal do you think?
1: Uh, overreaction.
0: You think this is... You think everyone's overreacting to hard and not showing up?
1: Yeah. He's gonna show up, and... Uh, there's probably a reason behind it that we don't know.
0: He said that it's just because of, like, you know, like he's just being cautious for COVID and stuff like that. But... Yeah. I feel like it... I... As I do... Agree, I do a kind of side with that. Like, he probably is just being cautious about... About COVID right now. But he's... It's also probably... Alright, well, it's kind of out there that he doesn't want to be part of the organization anymore so maybe he's just holding out just because he doesn't want to be he he wants to be there as little as possible since it, it does seem like he's not going to be traded to Brooklyn after all so but he did tell the team I will show up eventually
1: yeah he'll show up you know what he has time and uh,
0: we we'll, we'll see I mean this is that def- I mean just just something, like something everything keep in the an eye, eye on yeah it's something to keep an eye on Especially with, uh, I mean, especially because of how big of a story it, it would be if Harden is actually traded to, to Brooklyn, and then John Wallace is just left in the dust.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of those Brooklyn rumors were all gassed. Uh, you heard Kevin Durant talk about it, um, that he never really contacted Harden, nor did they talk. I mean, they're friends, obviously, he said, but a lot of it's gassed. But we'll see what happens. You know, trade deadline. You know, if they get off to a slow start, there's a lot of factors that can go into it.
0: I mean, potentially Houston could have a big three, so. Because yeah, if you yeah, remember, if you... they do if they do have Harden, which they probably will, they'll have Harden, they'll have John Wall. And remember, they signed DeMarcus Cousins, too.
1: Yeah, you never know, that little Kentucky-Wildcat pair, who knows. I mean, it's it's going it's to it's something gonna be fun to, to see how it, how it plays out.
0: Speaking of playing things out. Your boy, Zion Williamson.
1: Looking fit.
0: Not only does he look absolutely like great, but he will not have a minutes restriction this year.
1: That's so we'll be
0: able to see like him playing full-length games now.
1: If he plays healthy, he's an all-star. I'm not just saying this because I'm a Duke fan, but he, he's a generational talent, and he's going to average 25 a game with him and Ingram down there. Yeah, he's a good player. I think uh, the more he plays, the better he's going to get and get accustomed to the NBA game as well. And, I'm, uh, I'm he, excited. I'm excited yeah. to see him like this now.
0: He because it fit. was great. To, it was great to see him uh, just play last year in general down in New Orleans. Obviously, he made some great plays. Now we n- now we get to see him not at a full season, obviously, because it's not going to be a full NBA season this year. But now with no minutes restriction. We get to see what this kid can really do from start to finish.
1: Yeah, it's ex- he's an exciting young player for the NBA. And uh, I'm looking forward to watching him play.
0: I'm looking, I mean, I'm just looking forward to basketball being back in general. The preseason starts this Friday.
1: Yeah, it's awesome.
0: And speaking of like the preseason and stuff, the, N- the NBA, they officially announced the first half of the NBA schedule um, for, for the teams this year. And I, you know, me being me, I instantly had to go look at the Celtic schedule. And I must say, I'm in favor of this schedule. I don't know if you've been able to take like a deep, deep dive into it yet, Chris.
1: I looked at it. But a lot of things.
0: My God, my God, is this schedule going to be. It, it has the Celtics have potential to do quite some damage to start things
1: off this year. Yeah, let's hope so. You know, they got it. We got a good nucleus. A lot of teams got better, but I mean, I think we got some good shooting in the draft, and we had some free agency signings. and Let's let's just get it going and get this team going again.
0: I think they go twenty nine and eight to to, get, uh, to start things off for the first half of the season.
1: I hope so. They, I mean, they tend to do get off the slow starts. I feel like, but I'm hoping they don't. Mm-hmm. No,
0: I, I'm just I'm going to quickly just break down the first half of the schedule. Um, just 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 because saying that the Celtics are going 29 and 8. That's kind of a bold take, right? There so I'm going to have to back this up, of course. Now, they start off against Brooklyn, against uh Milwaukee and Brooklyn. They're going to lose those two games. They are not going to win either one of them. And instantly the media is going to be like, "Oh, what's wrong with the Celtics? They're all in two. I can already see it happening. But then when you look at their schedule for the rest of the, for for the rest of the uh, rest of December, it's at Indiana twice, and then home against Memphis. Those are three wins right there. They're at Detroit twice. Detroit sucks. They're going to win both of those games. They're at Toronto, but keep in mind Toronto is not playing in Toronto. They're playing in Tampa. I think is where they're playing. I think they're going to beat. I think they're going to beat Toronto. Then they go to Miami. They're not. They're not. They're not going to Miami. Winning that. That's a third loss. Then they host Washington. That's a win. That's that's going to be a It's going to be a tough win, but that's a win. Then Miami comes up here. That's a win. At Chicago, that's a win. A three-game stretch, two against the Magic, one against the Knicks. If you really think they're losing any of those games, you're not a Celtics fan. At, at the Sixers, twice. Those are tough games. They'll get one of them. They'll lose one and they'll win one, and then... Hosting Cleveland at Chicago at San Antonio, they'll win out. They'll win those three. Now we move into the end of January. They're hosting the Lakers. That's a tough that's a tough one right there. I don't think they win that game, though that's five. At the Warriors, I think they go to Golden State and win that game. I think they I think that's when they kind of send the message out that we're we're a legit team. And I think around now is when Kemba is going to come back from injury. They go to they're going to go to Sacramento and win. They'll go to the Clippers and win. They'll go to the Suns and win. They'll go to the Jazz and win. They'll come home and play Toronto, win that. They'll beat Detroit again. They'll beat Denver. They'll beat they'll beat they'll beat the Hawks. So I think they're so so. Now we're at mid mid to end February. They're still hosting the Hawks. They'll win. New Orleans comes in and upsets the Celtics. I don't, I just don't think they can handle Zion. Oh, I'm sorry. They go to New Orleans. They'll lose. They'll lose to the Pelicans. They'll beat the Mavericks. They'll beat the Hawks. They'll beat the Pacers. They'll beat the Wizards. They'll beat the Clippers. They'll beat the Raptors again. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, I messed up. I think they'll lose to the Mavericks. I I misread my schedule. They'll they'll lose to the Mavericks. They'll. They'll lose and then they'll lose to the to the Raptors. So just to, so give or take about twenty nine and eight right there. We'll see if I'm I hope I'm right. I know I'm probably not gonna be right, but I hope I'm right. It just hope depends on true. how they're gonna be able to play without Kemba.
1: We'll see how they roll, you know. Brad's team is a good coach. Tatum and Brown are legit. They got some legit players on this team.
0: Exactly. So let's move on over to college basketball now, now that we're done talking about the Celtics. Uh, little just, just some little news and highlights right here, or news and notes. Kentucky's off to the worst start in school history since 2000,
1: 2001. A lot They're of these one teams th- are um, going just what you were saying. A lot of these teams, a lot of big teams are losing early. Villanova, Duke, you know, Michigan State, all these teams are losing games early.
0: They're 1-3, though. That's bad.
1: Yeah, it's bad for Kentucky.
0: That's really... Like, John Calipari, like, what's going on?
1: They'll get it together. They always do, you know. But uh it's something to keep an eye on for sure, you know. They'll Short. definitely
0: fall out of the top 25 and maybe you'll be like, what the heck happened? Yeah. Uh, Rick Pitino, he got his first win in over three years of being a head coach. Uh, as Iona, they beat Hofstra. That's pretty cool to see. I, I don't know if you're a Rick Pitino guy, but... I, I am, know.
1: I am. I actually... Uh, being opposite, I'm from Westchester, so I, I... That's close school to me. Um, it's like twenty minutes from my house, so um, I'm a, it's pretty cool to see him do good there.
0: Exactly, and if you and if you're wondering what took Brick Potato to win in over three years, just just look up the Louisville scandal and you'll you'll see. Yeah, we're not we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> no. Uh, Villanova they handed Texas their first loss of the season yesterday in a close battle with them. Uh, this was a back and forth game for the most part. At the beginning, uh, Texas got a huge – I think they are up by, like, almost 20 early on in the game, and then Villanova just bounced back and they completely won – and they won this game by three. And then on Tuesday, Duke and Illinois are going to go to battle against each other.
1: It's going to be a good game. That is going to be a
0: fantastic game.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a good test for Duke. You know, um, they're still fluctuating with their starting lineups and starting to see, like, what what pieces fit with what. They didn't really have the best lineup going for – that Michigan State loss they suffered. They're definitely a work in progress, but um, I like what I see from these kids. And uh, You know what? Coach K always gives them a tough schedule with these with these uh, conference games and these tournaments, and it only makes your team better whether you win or lose in the end.
0: I will say, though, this Illinois team,
1: they came out of nowhere. They're legit. They are legit. I'm worried about the game tomorrow. They're legit.
0: So, like Duke fans, this this normally would be a layup for you guys. This is this is not going to be easy.
1: No, they're they're a good team. Mm-hmm.
0: Granted, they just they, they did just get smacked by Baylor uh, the other night, but in the first half they kept it interesting. The first half, but then Baylor just became Baylor and did Baylor like things because Baylor's yeah. one of the best teams in the country. So, gonna, Illinois get, has yeah. these has these two freshmen unbelievable, unbelievable talents. Yeah, they're ranked, they're ranked was, sixth. Yeah, they're they're not ranked six just because they're one of the best. Te- they're also one of the best teams in the country. Yeah. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see this matchup tomorrow.
1: Co- college basketball is going to be a wild ride this year with this it is. corona. You know, uh, it's no fans. Just a lot of different things that are going to be interesting to see how it unfolds.
0: Exactly. Um, let's keep it in the college ranks. Well, let's just uh, move on over to football now.
1: How about uh, top, um, what do you look- think, Matt? About coastal carolina right winning that game versus byu that and was a put, great they game. put that game together on a thursday because they were supposed to play liberty and with corona liberty couldn't come um that game was one of the best games of the year uh awesome hands game. down
0: hands down and i think i think um,
1: coastal i mean this coach is legit they're building a powerhouse down there in the sun belt conference and um i think they're going to be a legit team and if Cincinnati loses the game there at number six, they might sneak into a New Year's Six Bowl, de- bowl game, which would be crazy to think about as a close. I event. think,
0: I think regardless, I think they're going to be in a New Year's in a New Year Six Bowl.
1: Unbelievable! Uh, they're going to have a, they're going to play in the conference championship versus I forget who. But another its, it's, team it's uh, the Sun the, Belt. It's the Sun Belt conference. Who cares? The Sun Belt. Sorry, they're going to play <laughs> another. Uh, I forget the, the team they're playing, but the team they're playing is very good. And uh, it's going to be a good matchup for them. Yeah, I
0: mean, when you think of Coastal Carolina, at least around here, Chris, you don't really think of sports. You think of okay yeah. parties. That's that's when you think of Coastal Carolina.
1: As yeah. mess,
0: as messed up as that is, they're going to be. They, playing. They
1: won a college world series a couple of years ago, but yeah. other than that, you don't really hear about them. I had friends that go there and stuff. I do. I I almost went there. So yeah, me too. <laughs>
0: But, uh, but anyways, uh, as you were saying earlier, they're going to be playing the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Yes,
1: that's what I was, I was just about to look it up. That yes, is, they're a good team. They're also,
0: they're also a great – they're 9-1. They're, they're a great yeah. team
1: too. They're the two best teams in that conference.
0: I mean, the Raging Cajuns, they were – the beginning of the season, they were kind of like the Cinderella team before Coastal Carolina kind of gained traction over them.
1: Yeah, I, I've been watching Coastal all the year. You know, my brother-in-law went to school there, so I tend to follow them a lot in sports and stuff like that. I, and um, they're a legit team. This coach is building a powerhouse down there, and they they play hard. They they do. I <laughs> and, I, they, and they, I don't know if you saw those highlights. They definitely have some of the most fun I've ever seen as a team with
0: their po- yeah. Oh, but
1: they, they have they have so much
0: fun as a team. Crazy. It's like the teams that have fun uh, playing football or basketball, whatever sport they play, they're the teams that are always the best.
1: Yeah, you want to be a part of a good culture, and those are the type of guys you want to go play for. You want to go play for the Dablosinos you know, and like those coaches that have that fun atmosphere. That's playing.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the rankings here. Coastal Carolina's—they're the number 11 team in the country.
1: That's that's crazy.
0: Uh, the top 10—it's you know the, t- the the normal four: Bama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson. Then it's Texas A&M, Florida, Cincinnati, Indiana, Miami. And then Iowa State, which is another surprise,
1: but yeah, I'm hoping Florida sneaks into the uh, playoffs. I would like to see them in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: yeah. So let's talk. So let's talk about that. So the SEC title game it's set between Alabama and Florida because both teams won this weekend. So now they're going to be meeting on December 19th in Atlanta to decide who's going to win the SEC.
1: Yeah, I mean Alabama hasn't lost. Am I correct? They haven't lost a game. right Alabama's undefeated. They're, they're the yeah, number one so team in the nation. They can afford to lose that game. Yes, and they'll, they'll still be in the college football playoffs, and, and would it would bring another SEC team in because they would give Florida that fourth uh, seed.
0: Uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm think, I'm because I would, because here's my thing: if Florida wins this game, they're in.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: With, like no, no, no debate, no questions asked. They're in
1: that game. And the reason weekend? why I'm saying. That's not this weekend, is it?
0: No, it's December 19th. Okay, yeah. Next weekend. Yeah. Um the reason why I'm saying oh Florida's in right away, it's because Clemson and Notre Dame play each other. If Notre Dame beats Clemson again, Clemson's out. For sure. Like they're they're go- no, no. They're, they'll be no- they're the number 5 team. And I think Flo- and I think Florida even though they have lost to Texas A&M, I I like Texas A I I like Florida more than Texas A&M. I think sure. Florida. I think Florida just more, has more, more talent. Wins. They have more talent. They have. They're just. I think they're just a better team, and that was just a bad, not not a bad loss for Florida.
1: It's fine if you have a bad loss. That the, them being Alabama makes up for that loss, so it wouldn't even matter. Simple as that.
0: Exactly. Well, I mean, I mean, you if you, you lose you lose to Texas A and M. Texas A and M is one is also another great team in the country. So. Yeah. Um Flo- Florida plays uh LSU this weekend. They're going to win that cuz LSU sucks. So, yeah. Um as for Alabama though. This kid from this wide receiver from Alabama
1: flying um, up the draft boards.
0: This this kid is now in, this kid the uh, Devonte Smith. This, this this kid is unreal. Un like this, this kid is this kid is It's like, my God, this kid had eight receptions, 231 yards, and three touchdowns. I think he had like 200-something receiving yards at the end of the first half, which is, for for a college kid, insane. But, like, this kid was making acrobatic catches. He was moving right down the field, no problem, being, being a problem for the LSU defense. Granted, I know LSU is not great now, but this kid, Devontae Smith, this kid might be the best wide receiver now, uh, coming into the going into the draft next year.
1: Yeah, they, they they're always pumping out wide receivers, there, man. But uh, they, they,
0: they pump, Alabama yeah. just pumps out so much talent, and this year once again they're proving it.
1: Yeah, that's why Nick Saban is the best at what he does, and uh, exactly like yeah. you say, it's gonna be interesting to see the final four and these bowl games how they play out.
0: I'm I'm excited I'm excited to see that. Me too. Because I'm I'm happy that we're getting a Clemson Notre Dame rematch, and I'm happy that we're getting Florida Alabama.
1: Yeah, two awesome games to watch. I can't wait to watch those.
0: You know what was not an awesome game to watch this weekend? This Mm -hmm. Auburn-Texas A&M game. This game sucked.
1: Yeah, I thought of you. Yeah.
0: So here's the thing. Bo Nix is the reason why Auburn did not win this game. Auburn should have won this game. But Bo Nix, for some reason, not once, but twice, thought that his receivers were 10 feet tall and overthrew his receivers in the end zone.
1: Yeah, he.
0: It's he, not. It's not like he was trying to throw the ball away because uh, he had defenders coming. He straight up overthrew them. He's
1: he's he's a decent player, but he just tries to do too much, which causes some problems, especially when you play in the SEC.
0: No, you can't be doing that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I agree. You're not wrong. They left
0: 14 points on the field, and they could have easily won this because the final score was 31-20. Because they had to kick field goals instead of score touchdowns. They could have won 35 31. Yep. And this be, and, and that could have basically solidified Florida spot in the, in the college football playoff, regardless of the result from the SEC championship game. Yeah. But no, Bo Nix basically decided to beat Bo Nix and beat terrible.
1: Always. Uh,
0: and then, the last little thing that happened in college football this weekend that it was cool to see uh, Indiana, they beat Wisconsin with a backup quarterback. Wisconsin, yeah, the the Big Ten, one of the Big Ten powerhouses, falls Indiana's to Indiana. is a great team. Uh, their quarterback Michael Penix Jr. Uh, tore his ACL, so he's he was out for the year. Indiana comes in with a backup quarterback and beats them.
1: Yeah, not like a, well, not it. like
0: they like blew them out or anything like that. No, but like,
1: it's a good win. It's a quality win. It's a quality great, win.
0: I think in, I think Indiana will definitely be in a New Year's Six Bowl as well.
1: I, I I would believe so. Yeah, they're trending in the right direction.
0: <coughs> All right, then let's move on over to the NFL, close things out for the day. Uh, Chris, we had we had some we had a huge day yesterday. You and I,
1: we did two good, uh couple good weeks for our teams. You know, we're trending in the right direction.
0: Mm-hmm. So start things off. Patriots shut out the Chargers forty-five nothing.
1: Yeah, they look good. The
0: Patriots. Actually looked good yesterday.
1: They're still I, I had they, fun watching the hunt, yesterday. They're still have, in the hunt.
0: Hey, according to Steve Kornacki, we got a twenty one percent chance to make the playoffs. I'll take it.
1: You take you take what you can get. I'll take it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh Cam Newton looked good. Um his stats make it look like he didn't have a good day. But trust me, this 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 guy yesterday absolutely killed it yesterday. This was by far his best game all year yesterday.
1: And he'll be back another year for you guys. I personally think. Yeah, so uh, they're going to give it a go. They're going to give it another year. They're going to give it another go with him next year.
0: Yeah, Cam Newton went 12 for 19, 69 yards and one touchdown. Um I know that sounds terrible. Besides from having the one touchdown. On the ground, he also was 14, he had 14 carries for 48 yards and two touchdowns. Patriots carries. were up Patriots were up by so much that they brought in Jarrett Stidham. Stidham went two for three for sixty-one yards, and he also threw a touchdown.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think they're six and six. Like they could, they're six and six, but they could easily be like, uh, I don't want to say like seven and four, maybe.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. But you know, maybe, I'll,
1: Yeah. Uh, or uh, they lost a couple games they could have won. Tough, uh, mm-hmm. tough games in the goal line. But you know, that's the nature of the NFL. They play close games. The story um, of
0: this game, though, um, was the special teams yesterday. Yeah, Gunnar Olszewski returns a punt all the way back for a touchdown. This time, no idiot ref is there to call a stupid blindside block that was never even a blindside block to begin with. Almost returned a second one. Uh, they blocked a field goal attempt, uh, brought it back for a touchdown. They 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 were just they were just all over all over the field yesterday. Uh, offense, defense special teams. Patriots, this was just an overall great win. They had two interceptions yesterday as a team. One by JC Jackson who has seven on the air now. One by Chase Winovich. Uh they they were bothering Just Justin Herbert all day yesterday. And now, for the second straight week, Bill Belichick has exposed a quarterback. Last, last week he last, last week he week. did it with Kyler Murray. Yesterday he did it with uh Justin Herbert. Jared Goff is up next because they play the Rams Thursday night. If I'm Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams right now, I'm not even paying attention to the offense. I'm looking at this defense and thinking, how the hell can we stop this defense right now? Because they're on an absolute tear right now.
1: Yeah, like I said, you guys are 6-6, and but I think you're better than your record shows. And um, you know what? Whether you make playoffs or not this year, uh, I think you guys are still trending in the right direction. You have a lot of cap next year. Uh, use it wisely. Draft picks and see what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. It seems like Belichick has uh, he he has a number one target in, in the free agency, yeah. based off of yesterday's game. Um, Hunter Henry, the tight end from the Chargers. Belichick never goes over to a player and says and says, "Hey, how you doing? Nice game." Belichick not over went over there, gave him a big old bear hug and was like, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, yeah. had, a, had a side conversation with him, probably saying. Hey, in the offseason, you know, my, you know we'll, we'll be in touch, basically. it's probably what he's saying.
1: Basically, yeah. Yeah, if and, he stays healthy. Hunter Henry's always been a good tight end. Just the weather factor, he stays healthy. Exactly. Now, how did
0: your Giants do
1: yesterday? I'm going to give you a stat. Through week eight, they had a 2% chance at making the playoffs and winning the division. After yesterday, we have a 68% chance to win the division and host a home playoff game. And how That's insane. How did my Giants do? Well, I, I'm tired. I know the division is bad, okay? I'm not saying the division is bad. But the Giants are like the Patriots. They could have won a couple more games. Their record doesn't show as good as they are, okay? And um I'm tired as a fan of people saying this whole division thing. They just went into Seattle, beat a red-hot Russell Wilson hot offense with a backup quarterback, and we won that game. And – uh, Patrick Graham. I mean, I'm hoping no one picks him up as a head coach because he put together. He's been what he's done with his Giants defense years is, uh, is remarkable, and he put together some game plan. And, and the amount of pressure they put on Wilson, it was just a it was just a great overall game. Uh, Wayne Gelman and Alfred Morris rushed the ball. It was old school Giant football, running the ball, play good defense, and making enough plays to win the game. And um, I'm I'm happy. I'm rooting for the Steelers today. Obviously, we want the Skins to lose. The Eagles are trash. They're not even worth talking about anymore. And uh, I'm happy with the I'm happy with it, Matt. And um, I know you had them as your upset of the week.
0: That's right, I did. Because every every Sunday, uh, if you guys want to follow my Twitter, more than welcome to. But I put out my Sunday selections and my upset of the week. I put my upset as the Giants over the Seahawks yesterday. And you and another friend of mine, who's a Giants fan, so you guys were like, "What? You're actually picking us?" And look what happened—they won. So you're welcome. You
1: know what, like I said, like like I talked about last week on the show, and I talked to you during the week. You know, uh, personally, I think if we had Daniel Jones healthy, we we uh, we score a lot of points in that Seattle defense. They're really not that good. That defense. No, absolutely. And, not. And um, I think I think we would have won the game a little more comfortable. I mean, we had a ten point lead with Colt McCoy in the way. He did great, Colt McCoy. I'm not taking anything away from him, but he doesn't give you what Daniel Jones does in the passing game. No, and
0: I like Daniel Jones, too. I'm a big Daniel Jones guy. I am. You know
1: what? When the line's playing, the line's coming together, and with the line coming together and you have a running game, it takes a lot of pressure off Jones. And, you know, if they, uh, no matter how the season plays out, whether they make playoffs or not, uh, having a coach is everything. And – Bill Belichick disciple Joe Judge, you know some of these guys that come from the Patriots like a Patricia and McDaniel's. Like they don't. I mean, you know he has been a head coach, but some of these guys don't do the job. This guy Joe Judge, he is building something special here. I am so happy with this hire. He, he just this team comes prepared. It feels like you're kind of watching like, like a like a Bill Belichick team in a way. Like they come prepared. They're, we're not beating ourselves. You know what I'm saying, Matt?
0: Exactly. Now, Chris. I'm going to pull up some receipts here. I texted you back when Joe Judge was hired by the Giants and had his introductory press conference. I texted you as soon as that was done. Hey, I think that the Giants are actually going to be legit this year. You texted me. Maybe. We'll see. Ha ha. I say, <laughs> no, for real. I really think you guys actually stand a chance this year. I can tell Joe Judge actually means business. You go, yeah, we'll see. I don't want to guarantee anything.
1: Yeah, you know, Chris. Like I Chris say, can I, I, get, can, I, get, can I get my
0: credit now for uh, yeah, for, for saying credit. that I saw this coming?
1: Yeah, I'm happy. I mean, I'm all for it, man. Yeah, this guy's a good coach. Uh, they come prepared every week. Um, he put together a good coaching staff. Jason Garrett's doing a good job, actually. Can't be knocking the guy too much. Patrick Graham is uh, an awesome D coordinator. Um, I'm hoping no one scoops him up as a head coach. And, I don't think uh, anyone will. I hope not, and um. I, I like what I see from this team. Um, I still think we're going to win the division. And um, let's just – I'm just enjoying the ride, man. I'm enjoying the ride. Mm-hmm. Now, the
0: other New York team, the Jets, we already talked about them today. And you already alluded to us that they fired Greg Williams. Do you think there are any more coaches who should be fired, Chris?
1: At this point, no. It's, it's a lost friggin' season for that team.
0: Well, I'm saying in general, not just the Jets. In general, in the
1: oh. NFL. Are there coaches that should be fired? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you talked about one earlier, uh, Marone. Yeah, so Doug Marone is one.
0: I Anthony Lynn Peterson, should be fired. Peterson's Anthony Lynn should be fired hot right now. And Doug Peter. Yeah, so the two coaches I'm alluding to are Doug Peterson and Anthony Lynn.
1: Oh yeah, Anthony Lynn for sure. I he's he's can after this year. And you know what? The Chargers are going to the Chargers, I and mean, I think the Houston Texans are going to be the most appealing. Uh, jobs this offseason obviously because of Deshaun Watson who wouldn't have this guy. I disagree and, uh, with that. Justin Herbert. I disagree. What what would you say? Atlanta. Atlanta.
0: You got Julio Jones and Matt Ryan.
1: Yeah, but the question is for how many more years those quarterbacks are still young.
0: I know, but if you could bring a young quarterback into Atlanta with Julio Jones, just saying. Could be something. Maybe in place you got Calvin Ridley too. But anyways, before we get off track and talk about how great Atlanta is despite their record. I said I wrote I wrote in an article that I wrote this week that if New England goes into Los Angeles and absolutely dominates, Anthony Lynn should be fired the next day. At the time that we're recording this, it's 3:20 in the afternoon right now. Anthony Lynn is still still employed by the Los Angeles Chargers. That's Why? Right. I don't get it.
1: This, is, this is why the Chargers are
0: this is why the Chargers are the Chargers. They should just can him because the season's lost. Just get rid of him. Move and just get ready for next not not completely like just lose out the rest of the season. But start looking. Don't just focus on Anthony Lynn still being still being the coach. Get rid of him. Just like with the Eagles. Seasons lost at this point. Because you, you're not, you're not, you're not catching the Giants, and you're not catching, and you're not catching Washington either. No, you're in, you're in a fight to not be in last place with Dallas at this point. Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, they are. Get
0: rid of Doug Peterson. He's not a good coach.
1: I hope they keep him, keep the guy there for years to come.
0: <laughs> I know everyone in the NFC East is saying that. Yeah, but the dude still believes in Carson Wentz.
1: Carson yeah. Wentz has
0: had one good season. Eight, eight, he he
1: went to season. Jalen Hurts though for second half. So we'll see what they do this week.
0: They should keep Jalen Hurts because yeah, Carson. At this Wentz, point,
1: at this point, Wentz is done. He he's done for this year at least. I personally think he's
0: got he's, he's got to be
1: done. Peterson's job's on the line. He's got to put Hurts in and hopefully win a game or two and save his job. That's what he's hoping for, exactly. and he knows it. That's why he, that's why he made that decision.
0: Exactly because it's it's playoffs or, or be fired basically for Doug Peterson.
1: Yeah, with that bad of a division, absolutely. Or I mean, I'll at least like show something that like the team's improving.
0: And I, it, it, he's just not a good coach. Now, Chris, speaking of like coaches and stuff, this guy's a good coach. His team, however, I don't know what's going on with him lately. Talk about the Chiefs here. Look, look looking at more. looking at the looking at their past four games, they beat Carolina by three. They beat the Raiders by four. They beat the the, the Tampa Bay Bucks by three after being up big on them. And then they barely beat Denver last night. The last yep. time this the last time the Chiefs had like a typical Chiefs win was against the Jets back on November 1st when they won 35 to 9.
1: you, you can't steamroll everyone, no matter how good you are. Um, I think some of their play calls have been a little weird, especially when they get in the red zone. They just need to let Patrick Mahomes go to work more. I think they're trying to do like these reverses and stuff. They got to be chilling with that. But it's not a team I'm really worried about. Uh, even their playoff run last year, they seem to play uh, always close games, and I just think that's the way they're gonna play. They're, but they're I not, think, I not think the Chiefs are
0: getting. I think the Chiefs are just getting too cute once they get into the red zone. That's or the they're just doing. They're doing too many trick plays too. They got to stop doing them.
1: Yeah, they're getting too cute for sure.
0: Because I think the league is starting to catch on to how to beat the Chiefs. Or how to yeah. contain them at least.
1: The blueprints out there for sure.
0: It really it's just like how basically the league has basically shut down Lamar now at this point.
1: It's all about adapting and uh coming up with new ways. Jeez. The
0: defense defenses have adapted to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. And it's... I don't think the Chiefs fully recognize that yet.
1: Not yet. They will though.
0: Like because they're going down to Miami this weekend. Miami has a great defense. Chelsea. I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins win this game.
1: Yeah, Dolphins had a bad first half, but they ended up winning they won, right? Dol-
0: yes, the Dolphins did win yesterday. Yeah,
1: their playoff found the Dolphins. They're a good team.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins beat the Chiefs next week.
1: It, it, I wouldn't be surprised are, if they they beat the Saints. They are due for Chiefs a loss. Too. Yeah, that could be your upset of the week. You might have to think about that one this week.
0: I already got my upset of the week. You'll see who it is. You're gonna die laughing, but <laughs> But I I don't know, man. Like, I'm not worried about the Chiefs, but like they got to figure something out. They still, if they still want to be like Super Bowl contenders, because I personally, right now, I'm not too sure anymore if they're going to keep
1: playing like this. Yeah, I mean, they got four weeks to tune it up. We'll see what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's go over what happened yesterday um, in the NFL or in this week in general. So let's go all the way back to Wednesday. Well, Wednesday was technically the week before, but that game was terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll 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 mention that game quickly just because I want to hear your thoughts on this. So Wednesday night football back in Week Twelve, Steelers win nineteen
1: fourteen. Game sucked, right, Chris? Yeah, it was cool to have it on at three. Like while you're still working, you got football on, but yeah, yeah no. it sucked.
0: It's like middle of the afternoon. And I put a football game yeah, on. I
1: could get used to that.
0: <laughs> I was like, all right, cool, fine by me. But uh, but anyways, uh, for there was no Thursday night football this week. Um, so, going back to yesterday's action, as we've already mentioned before, the Patriots beat the Chargers 45-0. Great game. The Saints, they beat the Falcons 21-16. Taysom Hill. Now, can, throw, are, the, he, he can know, leg, throw touchdowns.
1: Saints are legit, and I think that Drew Brees getting hurt is a blessing because he's going to be healthy going into the playoffs. And I'm going to leave it at that.
0: Do you think the Saints go all the way this year to the Super? Not win it all, but do you think they at least make the Super Bowl?
1: I think they have a good chance. I'm, I'm still. I gotta watch them the next four weeks and see what I see. Still, but I think they're definitely going to be in the NFC Conference Championship game. All right. Yeah. Uh,
0: Lions. They come back and beat the Bears yesterday, thirty-four, thirty. Matt Nagy's got Matt Nagy's another coach that's going to get canned, right?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And uh, Matt Stafford, quarterback for the Lions. He was making some like throws yesterday that I was like,
1: he just right, looks this better. Is like, "This is
0: like Matt Stafford in his prime." Like these are kind of the throws he was making back then.
1: There's a lot of rumors about. Uh, he, I don't know if he's a free agent, but people are saying like maybe he'll go somewhere else. Um, I, I think he. I would like to see him play somewhere else other than Detroit.
0: I'm a big Matt Stafford guy, so I yeah, hope
1: I do. I always like Stafford.
0: I just hope he succeeds somewhere. That's all yeah. I want to see. Me too. He's been to the playoffs with Detroit, but I want him to do a little bit more than that.
1: Yeah, he's always get shafted.
0: The Browns, they absolutely destroyed the Titans the 41-35. Titans made things interesting late in the game. Baker Mayfield had himself a career day yesterday going 25 of 33, 334 yards and four touchdowns. This game was over at the half. The That's Browns that on-
1: was just talking about the Browns, quick—they are nine and three. Uh, great job, Kevin. Uh, I forgot his last name. Sizanowski. Yeah, he's doing a great job there. But a lot of the teams they beat are below, uh, below five hundred. So it's tough to judge that nine and three. But they definitely have talent, and they're they're definitely trending in the right direction. I mean, it's the Browns' first time getting a winning season since
0: two thousand seven. Good for yeah, them. Yeah,
1: you know. Uh, he seems to be playing better bigger without Odell, so that's going to be another huge question mark in the offseason what they do with him. Exactly. Yeah. Uh
0: the, Dolph- the Dolphins they win 19 to 7. Uh this game was chippy. They these teams were just not in a good mood to play each other yesterday. There was fights going on, the coaches got involved, multiple ejections yesterday. Um, but overall Miami got the win. Minnesota beats Jacksonville in overtime 24-27. Like we, uh, as we were talking about earlier on, Jaguars—they made this game interesting when they really shouldn't have. Look
1: at Minnesota, the seventh seed. Like we predicted, they're hanging alive. Here we, here we go
0: again with the Vikings. Probably gonna sneak. They're probably going to sneak into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, Kirk Cousins
0: and Justin Jefferson too.
1: Jefferson is legit. I cannot Cohen.
0: believe the Eagles passed up on that guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, if J- you're an I mean, Eagles fan, you've
1: got to be kicking yourself. The guy they drafted over that guy.
0: To be fair, Jalen Rager did return a punt for a touchdown uh,
1: It doesn't mean anything to me. Jeffrey Jefferson is like going to win Rookie of the Year, possibly.
0: Yeah, he's definitely up there for Rookie of the Year uh, contention. And like, major,
1: um, unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I can't believe I, I I'm. You no, know Chris, I'm with you too. I can't believe Philly unbelievable. passed on him. Um, so the Raiders beat the Jets thirty-one twenty-eight on that. I'm I'm gonna put this in quotes, but miracle play. But in reality, it was just the Jets being the Jets. Jets are gonna jet.
1: A good move for the Jets, I tell you. A smart move. Best move they made in a long time. Oh, yeah. Man,
0: great. All right. Uh Colts beat the Texans twenty six twenty yesterday. At the end of this game, Deshaun Watson just looked upset on the on the bench. Uh, T. Y. Hilton went over him, said, "Hey, like good game, men, and you know put a smile on Deshaun Watson's face.
1: How many wins now lot- for
0: the Colts? The Col- oh, okay, you, they're eight and four.
1: Sneaky good team that's going to make the playoffs, and no one talks about them.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think they'll sneak into the playoffs as well. Yeah. Um, but the story of this is Deshaun Watson. Uh, Post game interview came out and said, "I'm I'm tired of." Bleeping, losing, and stuff like that. He's just tired of it.
1: You feel So for potentially like
0: that. some frustration building with Deshaun Watson with the Houston Texans.
1: The whole team, him and Watt, deserve better. Uh,
0: the Rams, they beat the Cardinals 38-28 yesterday. Cardinals are saying goodbye to their playoff chances if they keep playing like this.
1: Six and six. Pivotal game next week versus us. I mean, the Cardinals are beatable, man. Um, I don't know what's happening to them, but they're a beatable team.
0: Uh, and then, as we talked about before, the Giants beat the Seahawks 17-12. Great win for the Giants. Yes, sir. Uh, Packers beat the Eagles thirty to sixteen.
1: Aaron's win sucks. What do you think about <laughs> your, what's your Aaron Rodgers? What do you think about him?
0: The dude's like, I mean, so coming into the season, Chris, we knew Aaron Rodgers was going to play like this because he's pissed that they that the Packers picked Jordan yeah, Love.
1: Imagine if they put him in the uh, uh, Devontae Adams too. Like, holy shit, this guy's unbelievable. <laughs> Exactly. I the, two, the two week. of them together are unreal. Yeah, fantasy playoffs start next week. I just This guy's giving me 30, 30 points a game. It's unbelievable. Yeah.
0: If the Packers' defense was better, I would instantly be saying, oh, the Packers are going to the Super Bowl. It's just that defense, man. Holds me back.
1: Yeah, their I'm offense is that. so explosive with Aaron Jones and Rodgers. Aaron Jones, Aaron
0: Rodgers, Stephon J. Adams, uh, Robert Tunyon.
1: That, that coach, the best thing they did was uh, fire... Uh, I'm not going off mm-hmm. track here, but just Mike McCarthy getting rid of him was a breath of fresh air for that team.
0: That literally was the best thing they could adopt.
1: Uh, and here's the, the thing: Aaron Rodgers uh, even kind of admitted, like, "Oh, thank God he's gone." So I mean, look at this offense in the two years under this new coach; it's it's night and day. Exactly. Packers are a much better team now. Yeah. Um, and then and then last night,
0: as we said, uh, Chiefs beat the Broncos 22-16. Tyreek Hill had one of the best catches that will never count. Yep. You know what I'm talking about too. Yes, I do. Um, so let's move on over to Monday Night Football. Um, ironically, the games actually start in two and a half hours. Actually, no, an hour and a half actually. So Yeah, we're gonna have some games Washington, taking off. Yep, hour and a half we got we got football going on. Um Washington's in Pittsburgh.
1: I gotta break out um, my uh yellow towel.
0: Yeah, we're uh, the ter- the terrible towels. We gotta break out the terrible towers, the
1: giant fans. Yep.
0: Yep, terrible towels are out, are out for me too because I I want to be right, so Pittsburgh is going to win this game. And then Buffalo and the 49ers are playing tonight in Glendale, Arizona because the 49ers got kicked out because of the COVID ban that's going on right now in California where actually not non related, really, really quick. I just learned this yesterday. Apparently California like as a state is in lockdown. So so hopefully everyone if anyone's out there listening to us from California, hope you guys are good. Um, and also go 49ers I'm, um, because I want you guys to beat the Bills tonight.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Who do you have winning that game, Bills, for, Bills or 49ers? Uh, Bills. I want the 49ers to win, but the Bills are going to win. Yes. And then we have a special uh, Tuesday night football matchup this week, Chris. It's the Ravens hosting the Cowboys.
1: Go Ravens.
0: Yep, Ravens are winning that 100%. Yeah, they need
1: a, they need a win. They're struggling, and – uh. It's a good team to be playing when you're struggling.
0: Exactly. But um, that's it.
1: Yeah, it was a great episode.
0: Another, another fun one with you as always, Chris. Uh, as always, uh, thank you to everyone who, who listens to us and gives us about 53 minutes of your time every week. Um, stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Call out all the Karens out there. Make sure they're put in their place. And as always, we'll see you guys next week.
1: Thanks, guys.